10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack. Today is January 2nd. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Um, I was off for a few days, but um, I'm back now, so I'm glad to be back. Um, I missed you all. <laughs> haven't been around in trading too much either, so I feel a little bit out of the loop with everything that's going on, but hey, I'm back now. So yeah, anyway, let's get, um, let's go to um, the main stories, right? So there's a whole bunch of things to cover today. We're going to start with this calculation that um, Patches ran a few days ago, and he was um, working out what the total RPL supply is, and working out the inflation, and then when you add the inflation with the total supply, it tells you that we now have 20 million RPL tokens. So that is, you know, a, a landmark and a milestone. And, um, you know, RPL is inflating by 5% a year. So in another year from there, you know, we'll have another million tokens and so on. And um, that that amount will keep growing over at the moment, like forever. But um, it seems like some of the tokenomics discussions that are taking place uh, might um, change the way the inflation works but this was this was a nice milestone so thanks patches for sharing that now Valdov says not sure i'd say rpl supply crosses 20 million yet and he said well, patches says don't and Valdov says i won't and um patches says last time someone did people panic dumped <laughs> so there's a way of um basically calling the the function to call the inflation and and whatever has accrued basically of the cost of the month you can interact with the contract to distribute that inflation basically and it's part of the contract it's supposed to happen every 28 days but you can call it any time it's just you're spending gas to do it so um there is the there is a way of, of doing that but it's it's inconsequential but anyway um that's a nice little um update from patches there Okay, so over the days that I was off, there was some interesting price action going on with RPL. Um, there were a couple of moments where the price moved up by, you know, 5 to 10%, and that made people quite happy. Um, however, the sentiment didn't last too long, and the price has kind of been fluctuating up and down. Um, and one of the things that's been causing that is this change in liquidity. So here you can see that a lot of liquidity was removed, and, you know, the price was looking like it was moving upwards. And there were a few of these, you know, spikes in um, liquidity here where there's a lot of concentrated liquidity. But um, for the most part, you know, the price is moving up quite nicely. Um, however, um, a lot of the liquidity came back and then the price kind of started moving back down a little bit. So that's kind of where we are uh, right now as well with uh, price of RPL going up and down. This is what the chart looks like right now. I've been looking at the three minute chart. So if we just zoom out to like the one hour chart, you'll get an idea of what the last few days have looked like. Um, and as you can see, like, you know, there was some ups and then there was some downs and then there was another up and then another little bit of a down. And now hopefully another up is starting. Um, however, what's happened with this is that um, a whole bunch of technical analysis people have start coming out of the woodwork and you know follow this at your own um warning um this show of course is not any kind of financial advice but um here you know we have uh miyamoto saying rpl there's a triple tap 
at the weekly resistance on the one day chart when the ETH um, when ETH decides to move this is going to fly uh, waiting for the 100 day EMA to cross the 200 EMA on the daily so this is just different kinds of um, technical analysis jargon. Basically, what the person is saying is that the price has reached these levels three times, which means that it's like, you know, the resistance that is weakening. And when Ethereum moves, the rocket pools RPL will move with it. And they're just waiting for some more bullish indicators, which is this moving average, waiting for the 100-day um, exponential moving average to cross the 200-day exponential moving average, because that will paint a, a bullish a sentiment in the market with the averages uh, going higher on the longer terms than the short terms so sorry the short terms and the higher longer terms so that like technical analysis strategy for uh crypto bros or trader bros so you can you know take take from that <laughs> whatever you want but um i just thought i'd give it some coverage like just to put calls in this to begin with look the as you can see on the chart as well like it's painting the line with different points so um the first you know wick up um it painted it the it made the line from the body of the candle and then in the next one they made it from the wick and then finally it made it kind of halfway between the wick and the and the body so like this is a broken broken technical analysis even as someone who like you know doesn't believe in technical analysis of course but even then you can see that that's not good technical analysis and then there's some more technical analysis here as well from a who's saying up here looking pretty good here pump question mark so there's this idea that look there's a descending wedge and this is a pattern that sometimes breaks the upside and um there's like i guess what this person is saying is that you just need um to test that um upside um, um limit and then once it gets through that it could potentially move up to the high 30s according to this chart that's drawn here now again this person's making the same mistakes in their line drawing and like they're drawing lines to make it mean whatever they want right like so they're using wicks they're using candles they're using wicks again and it's just it's just not good this is not good as much as technical analysis can be good this is not good technical analysis so there's definitely that to keep in mind with um, a lot of this stuff it's just not good quality stuff um then we actually have some ta for ethereum as well um and this again like wolf here is a user who has over a hundred thousand followers so you know this is a person who has a premium ta service as well and he's saying that the move to three thousand five hundred dollar eth is uh, has just begun so that was because there was a price move up for ethereum overnight um rocket pool kind of followed it for a while and performed it for a little while but then um kind of got smacked down a little bit because i guess people were selling into that bullish movement so um this is the sentiment at the moment like you know there's a big bullish uh, bias in in the crypto community right now and whether that works out or not of course you'll have to wait and see but um that's what people are kind of that's the position people are taking so i thought i would cover that for you this of course as always has not been financial advice it's not trading advice it's not investment advice you all can do whatever you want um i'm just like bringing that information to you for education and entertainment purposes okay next we have um some updates for the the new tokenomics updates you know the rapid research incubation um and here we have this from Samus, who is saying that um, the made a Python script that allows you to toggle various inputs and plot the resulting um, 
RCMs for comparison. The foundation for the calculations come from this comparison done by Lido and then this link. And it says where the complete calculations are found here and there's another link. There's a simple, a similar Excel sheet that shows various calculations for this commission. Cut proposal can be found in this repository and then there's a link there. Or you can view it on Google Sheets here. So this is a simple summary of this plot is that the y-axis is RCM. That's the rewards capital multiplier. It's the multiplier of how much more rewards you own versus solo staking. So solo staking is one thing. If you're earning twice as much, then um, y equals two, etc. And the x-axis is the percentage of ETH only um, node operators bond total uh, bond of one third ETH only bond is a thirty-three percent. So the remaining two thirds is RPL stake node operator bond. This is the commission cut proposal explored here. Use a simple distrib simple distribution strategy of evenly dividing the total new ETH diverted from commission only by the um, total number of mini pools. All mini pools all earn the same amount. So a lower LEB has a higher RPL exposure but earns more ETH commission relative to the size of their bond. So then it's kind of like throwing out some different uh, curves there and some different pieces of information with different scenarios. So you can go and check out the um, the information and the all the different ways that you know the the results were put together and um you can you can interact with that information as well and samus has been um happy to ask and answer questions on this behalf as well um and then we have um our democrat who also got involved he says i moved the document which had created for the research idea we had been discussing in this thread to the governance forum as a rapid research proposal following a wax call to action to submit our eth and rpl value adding ideas looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it so then if you go to the forum you can read our democrats post here and he says um with the goal of protecting our eth's value and increasing rpl token utility within rocket pool ecosystem this proposal aims to and says introduce our rpl rerouting mechanism to compensate our eth holders and smoothing pool operators from intentional or unintentional node operator effectiveness underperformance this is as of august 23rd the 15 largest underperforming node operators based on number of mini pools were responsible for 33 percent of all consensus layer penalties accrued by the protocol and for 32 percent of the all the execution plus consensus layer miss rewards and then it says um, increase rpl's utility within the protocol by auctioning the RPL rewards of underperforming node operators or a portion of their RPL bond if their collateral level is below the 10% or if their RPL rewards amount is insufficient. And it says the ETH gathered from the RPL auction is rerouted to compensate our ETH holders and smoothing pool participants for the missed ETH rewards penalties um, of underperforming node operators. And then it says to be determined, mirroring Ether's burn mechanism introduced with I EIP 1559, burn the equivalent amount of auction to RPL to offset the RPL sell pressure caused by the RPL auctioning mechanism. And then gives an example of what that might look like. So this is a lot of research here that shows the different um, uh, information about different kinds of validators and uh, how wasteful they are for the protocol, and how much we're losing in terms of rewards by, um, by what they're doing and um you know there's a lot of detail in here so definitely go and give that a closer look um and our democrat really did a good job of of presenting all that information so he gave a shout out to valdorf for being a like a sparring function for this idea valdorf says in general i'm supportive but i have a few thoughts um and then he has a few thoughts on that as well and then samus says this is an interesting proposal and then Valdorf here um, has some more points and questions where our Democrat answered that information. 
So if you are curious about that, go and give that a read as well. The deadline for rapid research incubator um, has been extended by a few days. So I think you have until the 9th of January now to still be eligible for a prize. So if you haven't done that yet, you know, you still have a week to do that. So get on it. Okay, sticking with the forum here, we got this update from Shifrin, who um, of course is, you know, the admin of the GMC. So he says round seven, which was from November 10th to December, sorry, November 12th to December 10th, grants bounties retrospective award results. So here we have an update of the results. Um, there's information about the subcommittees um, and then uh, proposals, sharing propo uh, process and uh, things that changed from the last round um, about how that's working out. And then um, application breakdown. So it says we had one grant application, two bounty applications and 11 retro, retro uh, applications. So the total grants request was $7,000. Bounties request was $15,000. And um, retro requested was um, $7,800. So a total amount requested was $29,000. The amount of money coming into the GMC was $90,000. And the total amount reserves were $1,666,000. So then it tells you about the different um, uh, different awards and how much those paid and what the um what the gmc thought of the the scoring for that um and then there was a detailed award results so for each um, grant applied there was information about you know what they were getting what how much they were getting um why they were getting it what the gmc liked or didn't like about this um, and all that information is broken down for you to go and have a look at as well and then there was um information about member participation and other stages and Valdov said loved the detailed award results format so there's um there's a there's a lot of really good information here now i think the gmc we've really hit our stride with getting the information out and a huge amount of that is thanks to Shifrin and other members who brought really good ideas as well um like um just some really good information like it's we're getting really good now at getting the information out to the community so if you want to if you haven't interacted with the GMC in a while, and if you are curious about, you know, starting up working for the GMC again, then definitely, um, you know, take heart in the fact that, you know, we're doing really good work now. So, yeah. Okay, next we've got this update from Ramana about Lidont. So, um, Val said, um, can you explain how Lidont works? So, uh, Ramana says, uh, he isn't my overview of Lidon. He says, no, I'm not authoritative on this. Just saying what I know or remember. The website probably has some info too. Lidon.io. So he says, you deposit STETH into Lidon protocol to be unstaked from Lido. You choose the output pipe for where you want your unstaked ETH to go. Um, or what, I guess, what you want your unstaked ETH to be. And it says the output pipe that holds your ETH for as long as you want it to leave it there. While it's held in the output pipe, you receive Lidon't awards as well as any additional incentive um, rewards specific to the pipe um, different output pipes might convert the eth immediately to something else eg eth or is held as that instead this is uh, whenever uh, you want you can pull your tokens held and accumulated reward tokens what i'm asking and then he's saying about like uh, with rocket pool is an account that owns the eth output pipe which means tweaking its RPL emission parameters mainly, I think, and says all oh, the pipe is immutable, but then just kind of getting some information. So there's um 
there's some information there about how Lidon works. So if you're curious about it, they're getting really close to launch now. And um, I think it's going to be really exciting um, with this, like hopefully, you know, the meme factor of it can can take off and that would be really exciting. Okay, next we've got some updates from uh, Moist Albert. So here, you know, we covered this about um, his um, uh, REP, the Ronin proposal to um, get a, get a staked LST tokens on their bridge. And of course, you know, using um, uh, RETH, which is what uh, Moist Albert wants. Um, however, like what one of the really cool things that's happened is this information has been taken up by other members of the Ronin slash Axie community um, and Sky, Sky Mavis is the company. So here we have Psychout.ron um, and this person is a co-founder, chairman, COO of Axie Infinity, Ronin Network and Sky Mavis. So you know, he's quite involved. It's a really big deal. So he says it's been um, years since we first discussed enabling yield for bridged assets as a protocol revenue stream. Great to see proposals like this, similar to what Blast is doing. Security has to be the number one priority. Uh, but once resolved, this will be very bullish for Ronin. So um, it seems like people are quite happy with the way that this um, this uh, is working. And um, I hope that no, this uh, is good for running. It's good for uh, Rocket Pool. It's good for everyone involved. That would be that would be really cool. Okay, next we have this article for Binance Square, which is a new service from Binance, and they say that our ETH staking surpasses one million, securing um, eight point nine one percent market share. So they're saying, according to Foresight News, data from DeFi Llama reveals that the Ethereum liquidity liquidity staking protocol rocket pools are ETH has surpassed 1 million in staking ranking second only to lido's 9.1 million um, staked this achievement secures a uh, 8.91 percent market share that's for lsts um for rocket pools are ETH. so they're giving a little bit of a shout out to rocket pool here with with that news um so i thought i'd give them a shout out for giving us a shout out okay next here we're going to talk about pancake swap so pancake swap here has um, had a bullish couple of weeks and it's moved up from around two dollars all the way up to around three dollars and 45 so um like a 60 percent increase in price now you might be thinking hey whack like why are you talking about pancake swap like what's that got to do with a uh, rocket pool well here there's a tweet from jasper who's saying uh, enjoying that cake pump well the best way to get cake is to stake your reth in the concentrated um lp incentivized by rocket pool a 30% APR with the most decentralized and robust LST on the market are ETH and links below. So the reason why I'm talking about this is because, you know, the IMC, Rocket Pools and Incentives Management Committee, has um, like kind of a, a relationship with PancakeSwap for um, their ETH, um, ETH, ETH pool. And, you know, um, the Incentives Management Committee provides some incentives towards that pool. And then PancakeSwap also provides incentives towards that pool in terms of cake emissions. So they, they put a certain amount of their cake token towards that. Now with the price of cake going up, you know, significantly over the last few weeks, what's happened is that the rewards that you're getting for provided that, providing that liquidity is hugely outsized now and um, you're getting some really good returns. So here Jasper was highlighting that, saying you can now get 32.6% um, APR on that pancake swap um, liquidity position. So 
Uh, of course, as always, you know, interact with these protocols at your own risk. Um, this is not um, no uh, DeFi allocation advice. Um, everything can be hacked and stolen, so please keep that in mind. But um, it looks like uh, when when Pancake Swap's token cake uh, pumped, um, the the rewards there got really attractive for a while. Okay, and talking about um, you know attractive yield. Um, here we've got a new update from Ethereum Staking Guide. Um, so they think RPL DeFi has been updated to end the year 2023. And he says that there's a good scope. They say that there's a good scope for yield here. And let's go and have a look. He says there's 30% plus yield for RETH and uh, Wrapped ETH on Gamma strategies with RPL incentives. Um, and then there's a walkthrough guide of how you can how you can do that then there's a mentioning of cake again about how you can get 30 plus percent on uh, through the liquidity positions there as well and then it says if you like DeFi with only staked eth on curve finance the os eth and our eth is earning around five percent in um sy stakewise and curve uh, tokens so they're giving some boost there as well and that's not including the staking rewards for both of the underlying tokens so there's some good there's good money to be made there too uh, it says if you're into btc then there's um other pools here that could um that you could get some rewards on as well and then you can see all the um RETH integrations from the rpldefi.com page uh, which is the google sheet that kent philly keeps up to date so if you're curious about that, um, go and have a look and find a way you can get some good yield for your RETH. Okay, next we have this um, um, question from FinBob, who asked Ramana, he says that um, a friend uh, made um, a Rocket App transaction to set up a new validator, and the what happened is, uh, you know, he was really happy with the tool, but he says that they, they, the friend was missing attestations, because they need to restart the validator after a successful rocket arb. He says, what do you think? So um, I think what happened here is um, a sneaky ninja guy gave some updates as well. He says, I've encountered this problem a couple of times, but it was because I did a manual stake instead of allowing the smart nodes to auto stake. The smart node automatically restarts the validator container upon a successful auto stake. But if you manually stake, you're required to manually restart the validator container or else you miss attestations when your validator gets activated. Just trying to pinpoint whether it's an actual issue since I initially suspected Rocket Arb when I ran into this issue, but then I found out that it was actually due to manual stakes. And then he says, Patches recently um, made a pull request updating the smart node messaging to make this clearer. So then there's a link there as well. And then um, here's Patches' um, pull request. So it says, fix the SNG amnesiac restart after stake text. So, <laughs> so what happened is Sneaky uh, realized this about a year ago, and um, and um, then forgot about it, and then realized it again like last week. So that's that's the issue. But yeah, if you are setting up validators and if you manually call stake, um, if you use Rocket Pool Mini Pool Stake command, then there's a chance that you your what new validator might miss some proposals so it's not a proposal sorry attestations so make sure that you restart that um um if you if you do that uh and now there'll be a reminder in the smart node stack as well to tell you to do that oh wait we already covered that okay so of course you know it was the holidays um 
recently well, we might still be in the holiday period i guess with new year's and i guess there was lots of goodwill being spread around so here invis took out um, butter for for dinner and paid for it he says i bought butter some good food for once so there's some sushi and it looks like some kind of um, pho and some other stuff so they they yeah so butter had um tori uh, peyton ramen which is chicken soup with homemade noodles chicken breast miso yeah so he he enjoyed that and that was nice so there was lots of um, spreading of holiday cheer um around there was even um the pop or the holiday cheer let me see if i can show you that i don't know if i've shown you all this before or not um i probably have yeah so happy holidays yeah we talked about this on the show so um i don't know if there's any pops available for this anymore or not but there's um people still saying happy new year and stuff which is which is nice and then um you know with the price um doing some nice things over the last week or so up for a while um people started talking about island islands so here double mint said anyone got any leads on private islands what's the best i can get for ten thousand dollars usd and um people were talking about how uh, the ikea sneaky says gotta ask marcy about that one um he had some website that he did his island shopping on and that was the the sotheby's website i think with the with the island shopping and then um and then as there was talk about islands and like selling and buying islands uh marcy um stopped into trading says what's new my fellow island enthusiasts <laughs> so so that's the kind of point that you know the market had reached and that was when um rpl was 33 dollars nearly um and then last night it went down to like 30 so 10 percent um decrease but that's okay there's like uh, market shenanigans going on with the um, the btc etf approval the news should be coming in any day now that it's been approved so i think there'll you know there'll be some market volatility before we either move up or down i don't think anyone really knows what's going to happen okay next we've got some info from vitalik that i want to go over um for a few minutes so um here vitalik has a new blog post called make ethereum cypher cypher funk again cypher punk again okay i don't know why i couldn't say that word for a second so um he you know starts the post by um sharing some memories of um being in germany and being in the us and being in places where there were like little communities spreading up about around using bitcoin and how these were you know embracing a lot of um um crypto um like they were embracing crypto as a way of like you know bypassing um political or uh, economic um issues in their areas and um vitalik basically is saying that um you know it's time to embrace um embrace some of those early values around around uh, crypto or cryptocurrencies and then one of the things that i really found interesting in this article was this uh, section here where he talks about what are some of these values that you know he wants people to come back to and he says um many of these values are shared not just by ethereum community but also by other blockchain communities and even non-blockchain decentralization communities um though each community has its own unique combination of these values and how much each one is emphasized so um, a few weeks ago there was this discussion about you know ethereum alignment and what it means or does it even mean anything really and um it's just a meme kind of thing but here vitalik kind of included this in in this post and i think these this is what i'm going to point people at forever now whenever they ask what does ethereum alignment mean so vitalik says open global participation anyone in the world should be able to participate as a user observer developer uh, on a maximally equally equal footing participants should be permissionless 
So then we have decentralization, minimize the dependence of an application on any one single actor. In particular, an application should continue working even if its core developers disappear forever. Then censorship resistance, the centralized actors should not have the power to interfere with any given users um, or application's ability to operate. Um, auditability, credible neutrality, um, building tools, not empires, and cooperative mindset. So these are some of the values that Vitalik was sharing here, and I think that's really interesting. But go and give the whole of the uh, the post the read if you want to um, if you want to get an idea of what Vitalik's thinking and what he wants um, Ethereum and crypto as a whole, I guess, to to look like. Again, from Vitalik here, we have an update of the roadmap for uh, the one that was for 2023, um, and in here you know it's got the regular sections that we became aware of when the roadmap you know this new roadmap idea was working from so there's the merge the surge the scourge um the verge the purge and the splurge so those are all the different sections so the in the merge section you know the most of the stuff is done there uh with the withdrawals and um validators and stuff but then there's the next section as well about like a secret leader election and single slot flat finality and stuff like that that's going to come later with the surge this is you know eip uh, 4844 and how that's coming along and how those those boxes are almost full now and then there's other other stuff that is still being worked on with like um, efficient uh, data availability and other things and then with the scourge this is about um, mitigating uh, centralization concerns ethereum proof of stake design particularly around mev and liquid um, staking protocols so here you know they've got uh, extra protocol mev markets so, so that's available now um wait is that what it says buckles maybe I'm, I'm not sure my my eyesight isn't what it used to be um and then there's a lot of work that needs to be done in this section um i think um then the verge you know some parts of that's done with the purge some parts of that is done as well and there's more work to do and in the splurge as well there's some work on that is done as well and then a lot more work left to do as well so this is um this is a nice little update from vitalik that's kind of pulled in information from um a whole bunch of different um you know client teams and um developers and ethereum foundation researchers they've all kind of you know Vitalik's pulled all this information from all these different places and kind of put it into this roadmap to just let people know where we are and how we stand on these different matters. Okay, um, next we have uh, this post from the NodeSet um, Node Discord where MightyM says, uh, for your information, everyone check your email spam folders if you're expecting a confirmation email from NodeSet but can't find it. I received mine on December 22nd, but it went to my junk folder so i didn't find it until now so if you um, were interviewed with nick for nordset and if you um did never got an email confirmation of you being uh, you know invited into nordset then maybe check your um check your spam folder because it might be that your information is in there okay and because it's the first episode of january today we are going to finish the episode with the latest raffle so um here we have um the raffle, raffle leaderboard so it starts with sneaky and it goes all the way down to lilac which was 37 contributors this month so um you know because of um the the tool that hypocrites made here uh, all i need to do now is just copy and paste the list of the uh, raffle people so 
there we have you know like sneaky has 36 tickets mig has 11 jasper has nine patches has seven and via has six chaos six etc so i'm just going to copy these and i'm going to paste it into the tool right here and then yeah that's looking okay what's the problem here with fire's name There's... let me just clean this up a little bit right okay six let me delete that okay there we go um let's clean up a little bit now so what i'm going to do is when i press go that will be the start of the raffle um actually let me just change the screen here so you can see that yeah um when i press go that'll be the start of the raffle um as always there'll be eight prizes because two prizes have already been um allocated um to contributors so let's see what happens oh okay that didn't like that so let me just put that back the way it was okay so number one dondo jasper the friendly ghost invis patches yokum sneaky blue avm and mig and if um any of these um people don't get them then we get samus and kent as the backups if uh, someone doesn't claim their prize so um that's the end of the raffle thank you all for um contributing to rocket pool in december uh, without you all's contributions i wouldn't be able to make this show so i truly appreciate it um and this is um i'm really looking forward to a great 2024 for all of us together um i think this is going to be an amazing year for rocket pool so thank you all for watching listening and being part of the rocket pool community and i will see you all um, tomorrow bye